Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant good morning to you fun seekers. It's a little bit dark in the studio here. It's a very overcast day. Let me see if I can give myself a little more light. Something like that. I think that might work. It's hard for me to tell. Good morning. It is uh, the 25th of January, 2022, and this is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. A little bit later on, we're going to talk to Janet Phelan. She says, at the breaking point of history, how decades of U.S. duplicity enabled the pandemic. Whoa, that'll be fun. So she's a pretty interesting lady. We'll talk to her a little bit later on, maybe around noon or so. And uh, tomorrow, if we get the phones working, one of our favorite guys, Richard Mayberry, and uh, they say that the phones are going to be happening again today, but we'll see. So we'll see how we go. So our 800 number is not working, so if you'd like to join the show this morning, you can join us at Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. I have the thing here, and now I'm going to bring it up. First guest this morning is a, a gentleman who we've had on quite a few times. He's a good guy. He's an MD. He's also an attorney, so let's see if we can get some legal advice. Board-certified cardiologist, and uh, Thomas Levy is the author of Primal Panacea and Curing the Incurable, Vitamin C, Infections, Diseases, and Toxins, plus a lot of other groundbreaking medical books. He's been a vitamin C monster for a long time, uh, and uh, uh, he came on this show several, oh, I don't know, several months ago or last year and said that oxidation was the cause of disease, and we actually play that little clip every now and then because it's so interesting. Thomas Levy, good morning. Are you staying? Hi, are you staying out of trouble, Doc? Well, I guess by sub definitions, I am. <laughs> Some no. <laughs> what are you most uh, that digging into uh, these days? Uh, you've been doing some interesting research and personal experience with vitamin C and cortisol, and this whole thing that's going on. Um, we've been told that cortisol is like bad stuff, right? And you people actually take things to lower their cortisol levels. And you're finding that this is not true. This has been one of those things, well, kind of like cholesterol is bad and all that? Cortisol is a, a hormone that's absolutely essential to life and in the right amounts, absolutely essential to good health. Huh. Uh, it has many synthetic forms that have distorted how it should be properly used, prednisone, dexamethasone, methylprednisolone, all these things are enormously concentrated and when used for more than relatively brief periods of time start to have a lot of side effects on the body. Mm -hmm. But that has actually nothing to do with the fact that uh, your body makes cortisol around the clock and when you're doing everything right, you're making enough cortisol. The medical name is hydrocortisone. Same thing, cortisol, hydrocortisone. Mm -hmm. When you're making your cortisol correctly, basically it regulates everything in your body nicely because one of the primary things that it does is push vitamin C or pull vitamin C, as the case may be, into the cells. Hmm. And we, you talked before about oxidation. 
the fact that all disease is excess oxidation makes it very clear then, as we've been saying for 20 years now, that the most important thing that's essential for a cell regaining normalcy is to have a normal level of vitamin C inside it. And if you don't get a normal level of vitamin C inside the cell, you're still going to have whatever your illness is to a greater or lesser degree. But when you can get beyond a certain point and normalize those cellular levels of vitamin C, the things that you can experience with regaining good health are nothing short of stunning. And hmm. I did the research on, and I wrote a paper on it. I, I gave you the link in an email. Yes, I have that. That, uh, that shows that they're synergistic anti-inflammatory agents. And I maintain, now this part is opinion. It's my opinion based on everything that I've seen is that the primary role of cortisol and hydrocortisol is its ability to push vitamin C inside the cell. We all talk about the flight or flight stress response yes, where you get into an infection, a toxin, a stressful situation, your adrenals start to make a large amount of cortisol, hydrocortisone to deal with that. But guess what? We're all genetic mutants that are unable to make vitamin C because when you are able to make vitamin C in your liver, like most of the animals can, at the same time that you have that cortisol from the adrenals gland coming in, you have new vitamin C being synthesized by the liver at the same time. Now, how perfect is that if the primary role of cortisol, as I asserted, is to push that brand new surge of vitamin C inside the cell. But in our case, we don't get the surge of vitamin C. So we need to take vitamin C with the cortisol when we're facing severe levels of stress and when we're trying really to get over an infection. Wow. It, it, it has phenomenal effects on, on giving you the capacity to get over an infection. So big picture, animals make vitamin C, dogs, cats, horses, whatever. We, right. we don't. So we, that's why we have to get the vitamin C from food or supplementation, right? And the whole right. thing with rickets and they ate the limes and lemons and cured it, right? I mean, it just mm -hmm. did, right? Coming over on the ships. So, so you're saying then when we are under stress and doing some kind of strange thing on planet Earth, Doc, that we, we produce cortisol, which then encourages the liver to make vitamin C. It's kind of a God thing that this all no, thing the is... the liver on its own has a stress response to make vitamin C when you're stressed. At the same time, the huh. adrenal gland has a stress response to make cortisol. And of course, when all is working together, yeah. you're getting a surge of cortisol into your blood at the same time you're getting a surge of vitamin C. Pretty cool. So, but if the liver doesn't normally make vitamin C... It's kind of an evolutionary God thing that it makes it when, we're, when we need it? What you're saying? Well, we, we genetically, who knows when or how or Somebody. where, we lost the ability to make the fourth enzyme in a four-enzyme sequence normally found in the liver to metabolize glucose into vitamin C. And so what oh. happens then as a result also of this cortisol surge when you don't have the glucose being turned into vitamin C is you have a large amount of glucose coming into the system and not vitamin C, which can be okay acutely, but long term, that's another thing that chronic high dose 
steroid administration will do is it causes diabetes because you have you 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 continue to make large amounts of a sh- of sugar vitamin c rather than the uh than the uh, vitamin c so uh but there are ways to compensate for this once you understand the mechanisms like we're talking about so what experience you had something going on with this whole whatever this thing is <laughs> covid thing and then you really discovered something for yourself talk about that well uh, I had been working with this vitamin C cortisol connection. I got COVID. My primary symptom was, my goodness, I didn't have a, a molecule worth of energy in my body. I just felt like a dish rag. And I felt so bad, I, I even lost my desire or ability to try to do things to make myself better. Even right? though I had the it's ability pretty, pretty to make bad. an IV, I didn't have the inclination, desire, energy to make the IV. It's a real <laughs> yeah, uh, a sequence of things. But anyway, uh, I first started, decided I'd start taking hydrocortisone with my vitamin C. That perked me up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But I also, mm-hmm. and this is very important because I, I mentioned off the air that a large number of COVID patients continue to have diminished or loss of taste and smell. And I can tell you, maybe at first blush, that doesn't seem like a big deal. But if you've never lost your taste, you have no idea what it does to your quality of life to no longer taste your coffee, taste your uh, dessert, taste whatever it is you want to taste. It's a major part of life. So anyway, in the course of uh, evolving and getting myself better, I did finally get the energy to give myself an IV push of vitamin C. Uh, I have the ability and the butterfly, and so I pulled up 50 grams of vitamin, no, 25 grams of vitamin C and 50 cc's, started a butterfly, and then as is my usual situation, when I give vitamin C, it causes you to be thirsty, so I had a diet root beer. Now, I had lost most of my taste at that point in time, so I start the butterfly, and I start pushing the vitamin C, but before I did, I took a sip of the root beer and there was a little faint root beer taste, okay? Then over the next three or four minutes, I must have given myself on the order of nine to 10 grams of vitamin C, rapid IV push. And I'm not saying this to recommend it to anybody. This is me doing something to me. This is not a recommendation for people. This is not medical advice, right? (laughs) Okay. But after giving myself eight or nine grams of vitamin C IV push over a three to four minute period, I took another sip of the root beer. Yeah. And it was full flavor. Well, now what's up with that? What's up with that is the point is (laughs) my assertion is everything gets better and sometimes reverses when you get maximal amounts of vitamin C inside the cell. So getting nine or 10 grams over three or four minutes is a very high dose of vitamin C very quickly. And that alone got the C inside the cell and in this case in the taste buds and in the nose and everywhere else in the body and the taste came back. I needed to do this for a more prolonged period to finally completely regain my taste permanently, but it demonstrated very well the principle that is get the vitamin C inside your cell. We now have the evidence that cortisol, as I maintain, primary purpose is to get vitamin C inside your cell. Most doctors, even those who like vitamin C, still feel uncomfortable 
giving 50, 75, 100 gram infusions, which will do the job by itself, but they like to go with lower doses. Well, if your doctor won't give you a series of 50, 75 gram infusions to help you regain your taste, then you need to talk to him or her and see if they'll oblige you by giving you a short-term prescription for cortisol so, so that you can take that with your oral vitamin C because that also works. Because I had a friend, same situation, had complete loss of her taste. And I said, here, take three packets of this lipospheric vitamin C right. from Live On, right. okay? And then 20 milligrams of cortisol orally. She did that. A few hours later, she started tasting again. Not completely, but she started tasting again. A few hours later, continued that daily for four days and virtually got most of her taste back. You know, we, we talk about all the different long-term problems, but I tell you what, I guarantee you, your quality of life is garbage if you can't taste. Yeah, uh, you know, and it's the strangest thing. As I told you, and I've been very clear about it for two years, I'm just not a germ theory guy, but I, I just don't know what's going on because I've had people tell me over the last year through emails, right, that they lost their taste and smell. So I don't know how that happened. Um, I, you know, I, I can't explain it. Um, you know, it's, it's just weird, you know. I, well, at another level, whether <clears throat> regardless of what you think about pathogens or microbes, yes, it's a direct indication that whatever is going on in the body is generating increased pro-oxidants, oxidative stress, and loss of electrons. I mean, it sounds like an oversimplification, but it's not. Yes. I mean, when you have a lot of oxidized biomolecules that have lost electrons, they no longer function. When an enzyme loses electrons to a toxin pro-oxidant, it doesn't function. Same thing, the sugars and the proteins, they all don't do their normal roles. And so the more you have these biomolecules oxidized, the more you have a quote-unquote disease. Yes, sir characterized by whatever that unique array of biomolecules is and the function that they're not that they're not demonstrating so i mean i i hear you it'd be great if we knew definitively at some point in time but it, it doesn't really matter <laughs> right. no, it doesn't what, what you what you do or do or don't think about what's going on because this approach to vitamin c takes care of infections in the same way it takes care of disease or medical conditions you get the vitamin C at normal levels inside the cell, that cell is once again normal. It's no longer infected. It's no longer diseased. So that's the goal. The goal is simple, but accomplishing it is more difficult. Accomplishing it, you need to do two things. You need to stop the oxidation of new biomolecules and you need to restore uh, the biomolecules away from their oxidized state by supplying electrons. So it's twofold. As Dr. Huggins said many years ago, you can't dry off while you're still in the shower. <laughs> so you got to stop new oxidation before you think you're going to get definitive therapy by resolving old oxidation. And then, of course, we've probably talked about this, but then you get into what's causing it. And in most people, it turns out to be oral toxicity, uh, tonsillar, dental, gum, uh, infections, canals, that sort of thing. Those are enormous, thing. enormous producers of oxidant stress. Okay. I mean, one of my books, Hidden Epidemic, you'll see the evidence that 
and I say this being aware of statistics, that if not 100%, then 98% of all heart attacks are caused by chronic pathogen colonization in the coronary arteries supplied from an oral source of toxicity and infection. So if, if you have a heart attack or you have chest pain and you don't get what's called a 3D cone beam examination of health to look for infected teeth that do not hurt, abscessed teeth that do not hurt, and you have no way of finding them unless you do this special test. If you don't do that, well, you may do well with your angioplasty or bypass, but if you do this at the outset, very likely you won't end up needing the angioplasty or bypass because atherosclerosis is reversible when you stop the new toxicity coming into the blood. And you believe that most of it is from, say, um, um, cavitations, root canals, and um, would be just infections that you don't know that's going on, right? Well, the thing that I wrote about in Hidden Epidemic that blew me away, Mm. and a bunch of the dentists I talked to blew them away too, is... uh, when we say abscess tooth, we think of something that's horrible and painful and, oh, my God, I'm going to die if I don't get this tooth out. Well, 95% plus of abscess teeth, abscesses on the x-ray are completely pain-free. Whoa. You do not know you have them until you do the test to look for them. And when you look at the statistics of different populations around the world that get this test, a substantial majority of adults have one or more abscessed teeth. So if you don't discover that, you're, you're never going to get over your diabetes or your high blood pressure or your heart disease. You're never going to get over the provoking problems for your, uh, for your uh, collagen vascular disease, uh, anti-lupus, uh, this sort of thing, all of those things, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia. It's all one big package, and it just depends on who you are genetically as to what a given ongoing source of toxins is going to cause you to have. But that's because of oxidation of the biomolecules from the, from the guys that are running around these, these bad boys in your mouth. Right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. The, the final common denominator is they're causing oxidation. They're, see, they're seeking electrons to become chemically stable. So once the toxin gets the electrons, it becomes stable and it's no longer toxic because it's done its thing. It's taken its electrons away. Uh, And then you either metabolize the toxin or depending on the nature of the toxin, you store it and accumulate it. Neither, uh, which is not good, it's better if your body could get rid of it. So let me understand that again. Go a little bit more slowly. Talk to us like we're a young child or or a golden retriever. That's the way we like it. So we've got this guy in a root canal and it's a, it's a bad boy. That's, that's just not happy because it's, it's a, it's a failed system, right? The root canal. It's infected. It's infected. Okay. All root canal, 100% of root canals are infected. They're just infected. Period. Yeah. Period. All right. We know that. Yeah. And the thing is, is your primary source of toxins that is sustaining any disease in your body is coming from a low-grade chronic infection. Okay. Infections are your primary source of toxins inside your body. Certainly, you know, you can have an environmental exposure, water, food. You can get more toxins and you can make yourself sicker. But on a day-to-day basis, statistically speaking, 
the vast majority of the population has a chronic disease because they started with an infection in their mouth. They may or may not have resolved it. That that's and that ultimately seeded into a chronic pathogen colonization in a given in a given tissue. I mean, we've seen studies now where they do biopsies on Alzheimer's patients and they grow out these pathogens. They okay, gr- so they grow out. What, what does that mean? They, Say that again. Well, they're 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 sitting there replicating in the tissue itself. So you have an on-site production. Hmm of pathogens and new toxins, in this case, in Alzheimer's disease. And until you can get rid of that pathogen colonization, you're never going to get significant progress in dealing with such a disease. And you're certainly not going to get any possibility of reversibility. And this is pretty much the case with all diseases. And that's, as I just said, the case with coronary disease. Cardiology says that all coronary disease is caught by inflammation. Well, that's true. But they don't want to ask what's causing the inflammation. Are we having an epidemic of inflammation or are we having an epidemic of something causing the inflammation? And of course, that's what the uh, colonization is. OK, they, they're not growing rapidly like a big fulminant infection. They're just sitting there colonized, growing slowly, dying and in the process, producing a steady stream of toxins. All toxins are pro-oxidant. All toxins cause their toxicity by taking electrons away and oxidizing biomolecules. So a toxin and a pro-oxidant and a poison and a free radical are all synonyms for the same thing. They're all highly pathological agents that oxidize biomolecules, which, as we said before, is the basis of all disease. Are are these guys trying to clean things up and not try to kill us or what are they doing in there are they is it possible that they're trying to clean clean up tissue or infect it or um no i don't think so don't because um so? uh, it's it's never natural at least at this state of scientific knowledge to have uh, ongoing colonies of pathogens in your tissues i mean your tissues should be sterile or near sterile Mm -hmm. okay just as a tooth is not normally infected the inside of the tooth the pulp should be sterile and once it's not and and you lose the oxygen and you start growing pathogens uh then everything breaks down the thing is is a lot of this is still not realized because it pretty much affects everybody yeah Okay, so when you have something that affects everybody, you know, like the genetic mutation that doesn't allow us to make vitamin C, when something is making everybody sick to a certain degree, we just accept that as normal aging or something along those lines. And nothing could be further from the truth, Hmm. because we have enough example of people that do have perfect mouths, great diets, this out of the other, and they're fine. I, I I bet Tom Brady has a pristine mouth, for example. I mean, it's it's amazing. So uh, you, you, you keep a good, healthy mouth, free of infections. You realize the role that infected tonsils play, because another thing we've talked about in the past is when you have root canals and infected teeth and infected gums, even if you get those addressed, taken out or resolved, you still have to address the tonsils, usually with 
ozone injections because they become chronically infected as well and can do the same amount of damage even when the infected teeth are gone if you don't resolve them. Well, and the the only way to really f- look is to find a, a good biological dentist to do this 3D cone beam thing and really look yes. at the mouth. That's the only way. That's correct. That's it. Th- this cone beam examination, its resolution to get and detect infections, I mean, phenomenally more sensitive than a regular x-ray. Yes, sir. Uh, is so important for the reasons that I'm saying because it impacts every part of your body. So I maintain that when you first see the doctor for any reason in your life, when you get the glucose and the biochem panel and the thyroid functions and the CBC, you should also get a baseline 3D cone beam exam. And if it's normal, great. And then when you're 25, 30, 35 years old and you develop a cancer, start getting chest pain, have an abnormal blood sugar, have muscle aches and pains, then you repeat that test and see if you've developed an abscess or infected tooth in the meantime, and you'll save yourself a lot of suffering. You know, and and this is so um, counterintuitive to the entire American Dental Association. Dr. Levy, I mean, they don't they don't get what you just said, do they? Well, certainly not the ones that will blindly and unscientifically defend the root canal procedure. Right, which is millions. The root canal procedure leaves... Millions. Leaves... It, well, basically, a root canal procedure... Wow. ...is designed to take a previously infected tooth... Yes, sir. ...clean out some of the infections, but by no means eliminate the infection, and snip all the nerves that cause you to feel pain. So basically a successful root canal procedure is one that leaves the infection, but not a large amount of it, but still leaves it infected and no longer allows you to feel the pain associated with the infection. I mean, that's like if you have an abscess or boil on your, on your arm or leg, rather than resolve the abscess, they're going to just snip all the nerves so that you can no longer feel the pain. It's, a horribly backwards, non-physiological way to deal with something. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not minimizing the loss of a tooth. I mean, yeah, I know. What are you going to do? A, a tooth extraction is is a is a loss of a part of your body, and I'm not minimizing that at all. But if that single tooth, and I've seen this, is going to single-handedly give you a heart attack and either kill you or make yourself a cardiac cripple, hey, the tooth has to go. Yeah, I mean, in, uh, it, it, unless you have an extremely high value on teeth above your general health. Yeah. Uh, wow. Dr. Thomas Levy is with us, and I wasn't planning on getting into the whole teeth thing, but it is fascinating. And uh, we, we try to talk to, uh, you know, a lot about this with our, our dentist in Marble Falls, uh, Dr. Stuart Nunley, who you may know. Yes. He's, he's yes, a good excellent. one. He's excellent. a wonderful guy. and. You hung out with Dr. Hal Huggins for a long time, didn't you? And Hal Huggins was oh, yeah. totally all over this for years, right? Just forever. He was, he was the only person who finally taught me medicine. Really? Really? Yes. Really? <laughs> it took a dentist for me to learn medicine. Uh, I want to dig in a little bit to this vitamin C and go back to the cortisol, but let's just uh, take this little break and then we'll be, 
We'll be right back. Stay there. This was previously with George Wiseman about his AquaCure machine making hydrogen, gas, and water out of the same hose. Listen. The body accepts that gas and uses it to heal everything. It's like the fountain of youth. It's a astonishing the amount of ailments in fact in scientific studies and they have over a thousand scientific studies now they are showing that it either helps the body heal directly or indirectly from virtually every ailment that ails any water-based life form but it works just as well on animals and plants and lizards and birds and everybody and you're saying this because this machine called the aquacure split into five different parts six i got hydrogen oxygen electro Enhanced water, water vapors, monoatomic hydrogen, what else? And monoatomic oxygen. Oh, the monooxygen. And that's what your machine does? It splits it? Yes, it, it makes that mixture inside the machine, and all that comes out a single hose, the same hose. A gas? As a gas, in gaseous form, yes. And you breathe it or you put it in water? So if you bubble the Brown's gas into this water, yeah. into, let's say, distilled water, it will go to a negative ORP. And when you drink that, it actually gives your body an, an electrical energy, this, these electrons. Instead of sucking energy from you, it gives it. So you can have water that is healthful and not healthful just by the energy that's in the water. You want to get one? Me too. Ours is on the way. Check this out. Lifetime warranty on the machine itself, and then a one-year, no-questions-asked, money-back guarantee if you, don't, if you like the machine within a year. I mean, have you ever heard of a warranty like that? The AquaCure. Use promo code 1RADIO, promo code 1RADIO for a 10% discount. It's in our store on OneRadioNetwork.com. And uh, that commercial is a couple of years old because we've been breathing this gas for a couple of years, George says, and uh, the science will show you if you go to MolecularHydrogenInstitute.org. It's one of the best antioxidants. Go figure. In no accident, I played that commercial ever. Hydrogen, Brown's gas. So if you want to get more oxidative things going on, check it out. It's a it's a wonderful uh, uh, piece of equipment that I that I think you're that, that I think you're really really going to like. We've been uh, using uh, the Pearlium. It's a great product. It's from Real Pearl, not uh, Mother Pearl, or it's from Real Pearl. Uh, the 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 oysters watch that movies and they cry and. They, just kidding. And they make pearls. And then Dr. Rulin Shu figured out, she's a, a quantum physicist, she figured out how to um, kind of mm, turn these pearls into a powder, which is mm, lots, of, lots of calcium, hence the name pearlcium. But then there's also these target proteins that uh, um, they've been used for anti-aging for a long time, real pearl. In Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, you'll see pearl in a lot of formulas because of the anti-aging and the cool thing. And it's a great way to get real calcium from a living source. We don't recommend you ever take these calcium pills or anything like that. Uh, Dr. Ray Pete says, just drink some milk and you'll be good. He may be right. But anyway, uh, mostly we use this for our teeth where you brush your teeth with it. It's it's an amazing product for your teeth. It's called Pearlsium. And you can get, we recommend you get maybe, oh, three of these uh, bad boys uh, in, in, in a, on our website. Go on there, get three containers, and then uh, you can just put them on your toothbrush or take it internally. It's a wonderful product for your teeth. 
I went to Dr. Nali about, I don't know, two or three, well, maybe two months ago, and he's got a little, every now and then he fills up a little a little, um, little thing in my bottom tooth that gets worn down, you know, and he, he fills it up again about once a year. And he's a, he's a good friend, and he just said, your teeth look great, and what are you doing? And so I told him about it, and uh, I gave him a container about a year ago. I don't think he's ever tried it, because, you know, but whatever. But I think you'll like it for your teeth. I, I think you'll really, you'll really enjoy it. My teeth look great and feel great, and uh, uh, just, it's, a, it's a great thing. Pearl Sim on OneRadioNetwork.com. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. We're talking with Dr. Thomas Levy, an MD, a board-certified cardiologist, and has uh, been in, involved with uh, working with uh, uh, these, these ideas and uh, vitamin C for a very long time. Have you ever figured out why somehow along the way we humans didn't want to make our own vitamin C? That seems like a weird thing, doesn't it? I mean, what's up with that? Do we know? Have any idea? Maybe it's aliens. Maybe it's aliens. <laughs> I was going to say some people <laughs> have speculated. They do. Yeah, they do. People speculate <laughs> so, uh, that. But, yeah. but I mean, regardless, we don't have the ability, although it is interesting because it's not a DNA sequence error. In other words, it's not a fixed genetic defect where you just don't have the genetic code. It's a, it's a transcription defect, which means it's uh, epigenetic. Epi, In other words, epi. You, 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 have, you have the DNA sequence. You're just not getting the job properly done of the messenger RNA. We're hearing a lot about that these days, yes, mRNA. Sir. Uh, coming down and then allowing uh, a ribosome to to transcribe and make the protein. It appears that when the transcription takes place, the riboprotein, the ribosome, reaches a point where it can't go any further. And so you get a defective protein or no protein at all. And they've actually shown that there are some agents, uh, nutrient polyphenols, that who knows exactly how, when you take them, the ribosome can skip past that blockage point and continue to make the protein. And we actually have a product. I can't give you a percent of the time. So far, most of the people that we've worked with are called Formula 216, Formula 216. It actually appears, our supposition is it's allowing the, the synthesis of more vitamin C based on the fact that we've seen situations of stress and a much larger amount of vitamin C in the blood. Now, you don't have vitamin C reserves in your body, so the only logical conclusion is that you've somehow allowed it to become synthesized. But either way, it results in more vitamin C in your blood with all the benefits that come from that. So you're a consultant uh, for Live On Labs, right? And, right. and Live On Labs has a product called a Formula 216 that is... No, no, not no. Live On does not have this. Okay. The, uh, Formula 216, that's by itself. It's a website, hmm. formula216.com. And, right. and what is it? Uh, and it's helping more vitamin C get into the cells? <clears throat> well, they have... We don't know how it causes the skip over, but it allows, hmm. in many people, appears to allow a full protein 
L-galonolactone oxidase, Easy for which, allow, <laughs> which allows the third stage of the glucose to be tra- transformed. Glucose and vitamin C are very, very similar molecules, hmm. and they use the same transporters to get into the cell. Uh, this is why insulin can have such powerful effects, even when it's not bringing glucose into the cell, it's bringing vitamin C into the cell. Mm-hmm. Now, you're a big fan of then the live-on labs that we know of, which is the liposomal, right? The little packages. Yes, that's correct. And do you, what do these guys deliver? One of these guys, they're about 10 grams or so? What, one packet is one gram, but okay. at the outset, we were talking about how important it is to get vitamin C inside the cell, not yes. just in your extracellular fluid or even in your blood but to get it inside the cell. That's your final bioavailability target point inside the cell, in the cytoplasm, and then distributed throughout the cell. A good liposome product, I say that because once Livon got going, they had such success. So many, so many pretenders and they aren't remotely liposome preparations, but they get away with it until they get stopped, and for the most part, they never get stopped. Yes, so I understand. Um, I, yes, I'm a consultant to Live On Labs, but I'm a consultant because they're the only ones that I can tell you for sure are making a quality product because they test it for liposomes. Anyway, even though you're taking it orally, the liposome gets completely absorbed and then gets into the lymphatic system rather than the portal vein and then from the lymphatics comes down and eventually dumps into the blood and then can get body wide because the liposomes are either small enough to directly pass through pores into the cell or they actually have the same membrane around them as the membrane surrounding your cells and so they come to the cell they merge with the cell wall and deposit the vitamin C inside. But the big point here, Patrick, is mm-hmm. that this is done without the consumption of energy. Okay? When you take vitamin C, even intravenously, it's not encapsulated in a liposome, and it needs an active transport process to get into the cell, which means you need to consume energy, ATP, to get an energy-delivering molecule inside the cell. Whereas with the liposome, You get it in there without having to use up energy in the process. And that's what health is. Health is production of energy while conserving energy. So if we get enough of this vitamin C, has it been your experience that it it can, can really work on this oxidative stress you talk about totally? Or do you need other things or you just have to stop the oxidative stress? Well, you need other things to get the optimal final common denominator of increased vitamin C in your cell. Uh-huh. Uh, when you have oxidative stress inside the cell, you have high calcium and low magnesium. Now, you're never going to get vitamin C in there while the calcium highs, the magnesium is low. So at the same time you're doing this, you need to avoid calcium. You need to bring magnesium levels up, which push the calcium out. And once the magnesium levels are up, then the vitamin C comes in because the same things that pull magnesium in the cell pull vitamin C into the cell, which includes insulin, okay? And then we have all this hubbub about glutathione. Glutathione is great, but most of it, when you have it in your cell, comes from 
intracellular synthesis. Now, we talked about oxidation. If you have a lot of oxidative stress inside your cell, then many of the enzymes that used to synthesize uh, glutathione are oxidized, so they're not working. So you're not going to be able to make glutathione until you normalize the oxidative stress in the cell. So it all comes together. Calcium down, magnesium up, and then as the vitamin C comes in, then you start synthesizing normal amounts of glutathione, and that's what gives you your normal cell. Hmm. So are you an advocate of, of our listeners getting some extra mag- magnesium in daily of some kind? Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, I, I wrote another book called Magnesium <laughs> Reversing Disease, and it wow. was just uh, it's big. an eye-opening experience doing that research. It actually, <laughs> <laughs> when you look at the impact and I'm not saying this, I'm saying this for the purposes of emphasis. I'm not in any way saying don't supplement vitamin C, but if posed with the question, what's the most single most important supplement for you to take? It's magnesium. Wow. Because magnesium deficiency, which most people have, cannot be compensated for by anything else other than magnesium. If you're low on vitamin C, you can minimally partially compensate with other antioxidants, but nothing takes care of magnesium deficiency other than magnesium. Obviously, that's just to make a point. You need both. Yes, sir. And many other things, too. But most people, the vast majority, do not have optimal magnesium levels in their body. And when you don't, magnesium deficiency primarily causes many diseases Hmm. and secondarily exacerbates all diseases. Wow. We've been told that, and what I use is a liquid magnesium bicarbonate. Is that good? Yeah, that that would be a good form, sure. Yeah. Um, So how do we get so magnesium deficient? Is this another alien intervention or something? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the, the general diet, uh, the loss of I mean, probably not so with a perfect organic diet, but truth be known, not many people have a perfect organic diet. Yes, sir. And just like all the other nutrients, you have an enormous amount, an enormous loss of magnesium in your everyday foods compared to 50, 60, 70 years ago. We just do. And each day you have a certain amount of oxidative stress that should be countered by this normal intake of magnesium, but you don't have the normal intake of magnesium anymore. So one thing compounds the other and you just build up a huge deficit until you start to have problems. It's very difficult Mm. to get somebody to a normal magnesium state anymore, but the closer you can get to it, the healthier you're going to be. Can you, I guess you could get too much or how would you know if you're getting too much? Orally, no problem. You give too much, it's like vitamin C, you get diarrhea. I mean, remember on the colonoscopy, what do they do to Mm. clean you out? Magnesium citrate. Magnesium Magnesium citrate. citrate. Wow. Okay, so so you take a lot of magnesium, you'll know. Now, that's not the same thing. Intravenously, it's a very great way to take magnesium, but it's not anything that you can can take an indefinite amount of. Magnesium will have side effects intravenously when you take too much of it but uh orally no so so that's a good protective mechanism set as long as you have your bowels are working right and you don't have kidney problems you have no problem at all magne- uh, uh, 
taking whatever amount of magnesium you feel inclined to take short of causing the diarrhea, of course. I've had experiences, Dr. Levy, in the past where I've taken five of those packages of liposomal, you know, five. <laughs> the the and, vitamin C or the magnesium? The vitamin C. And okay. I, I didn't have any kind of loose bowels or anything. Did that tell me I needed That's all that? because they're absorbed, okay? The only, the, this mm. is regular vitamin C that causes this. When sodium, you take a large amount yeah. of sodium ascorbate, ascorbic acid, it immediately, some gets absorbed and the rest accumulates in the colon and it's very concentrated. So what does a concentrated solute do? It pulls fluid into it and causes it. With the liposomal, 95% plus gets absorbed long before you get to the colon. Hmm. Uh, what about a bunch of uh, orange juice? Good, right? That's a lot of vitamin C, orange juice. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's... No. No? <laughs> I mean, it's got vitamin C, but I mean, like, one orange is like 50 milligrams. Okay, so so how, how many oranges would you need to uh, do the math, need to eat to just equal a 2,000 milligram supplement? A lot more oranges than you're inclined to eat. Now, I'm not saying oranges aren't good for you, this out of the other, but no, that's another one of the great significant vitamin C delusions is oh, I'm going to take care of my vitamin C by eating oranges. You can't eat enough vitamin C to give yourself a normal vitamin C status. Vitamin C supplementation in order to reach optimal health is mandatory, okay, period. How would we know that? How would we know if we're all topped up? Well, you follow different blood tests, uh, uh, things that reflect uh, inflammation in the body, C-reactive protein, CR these sort of things. No, CRP. And your general sense of well-being. I mean, no. uh, like with the liposome C, so many people, when they start taking that, they, wow, my energy is better. I mean, they, did, they accepted their previous level of health as this is regular, normal, good health. But they develop an increased health intuition. As you get your vitamin C level up, you become much more aware of uh, infectious threats, uh, other things impinging on your body, and I'll actually allow you to take more vitamin C to deal with it. Yes, sir. Here's an email for you, and I knew this was going to come in because this was a big deal for a while. Can one really make homemade liposomal vitamin C using lecithin and an ultrasonic jewelry cleaner? You, there was a whole... Yeah. Yeah, there was a whole thing about this for years, right? Five years yeah. it was going around the internet. The answer is no. <laughs> the answer is no. I didn't think so. I tried it's it. It's a very complicated process. Yeah, I tried it. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's. I mean, sometimes people put something out. Well, the thing, though, I got I to gotta qualify this, though. Okay. A lot of people will make this, quote, unquote, homemade liposomal C, and they'll take it, and they'll feel better. Well, that's because they're still taking vitamin C and the ultrasonic machine does uh, cause you to have a more blood absorbable form of vitamin C. So you get more vitamin C into your blood, but it has no effect on getting it inside the cells. So you're not hurting yourself by taking liposome, vitamin, uh, homemade liposome C, except to the point that you're not taking really liposomes and you're not getting the ultimate benefit that you would get from a true liposome encapsulated product. So, I mean, as long as you realize what you're doing 
And as long as you realize you're not getting the full benefit of a liposome product, no problem, because you're still taking vitamin C. Mm -hmm. Here's uh, an email from Beverly. Thanks for the show. Does Dr. Levy think that we can oxidize biomolecules, his words, when we worry or get in fear or we get stressed out? Well, good question. Even though something, yeah, it is a good question. Even though we have psychological problems, we tend to think psychological problems aren't physical problems. And directly speaking, they're not, but they're always connected, okay? Increased stress causes increased productions of molecules that do cause oxidation. You know, when you have a stress flight or fight or flight type reaction, you make more catecholamines, adrenaline, epinephrine, all these things will ultimately have pro-oxidant effects. So no, you are ultimately having, if you have chronic stress, it will make its way by multiple biochemical pathways down to molecules that do have pro-oxidant or toxic effect on biomolecules. It just has to, right? I mean, there's no I, well, yeah. It, 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 that, there's that, no separation. It, there's just no it separation. Just has to. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing too is is this is why uh, a lot of people with uh, psychological problems or seizures, which is more defined, or depression, or any of these type of things, when they either deliberately or inadvertently finally get on the right diet and the right supplementation those problems lessen or resolve. Yes, sir. Okay, so it's not, so your psychological problem is physical. <laughs> right. Okay. It's got to be, right? Because yes, the yes, mind, sure. the body is, you know, they're just kind of globbed together. I mean, it's a God thing. I can't explain, I mean, I can explain it, but, you know, what are you going to do? Right. Now, Dr. Thomas Levy, stay right there, sir. Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. We're going to come right back and we'll, do some more, and we have a couple of other emails. We're going to ask him about this cortisol thing that several emails are coming in and want to know about it. Um, I don't know if you have tried this BioAge. This is a really nice product. Dr. Michael Kiriak, he, uh, uh, yeah, the Russians are just great. I mean, Russians have been kind of longevity monsters and uh, really into longevity forever. Uh, you know, Putin rides around on a horse and wrestles bears in his bear shirt and all that stuff. But they really have. And, and ba- way back when, the Russian government uh, invested a bunch of money uh, with Michael Kiriak, a, a scientist, and they wanted him to create some kind of a product using spirulina and different microalgaes to have a supplement that they could give to the athletes so they could win more gold medals and actually help People live longer, probably the head of Russia at the time. But, and he was working on that for years. Very interesting work. He was using a bioreactor with the uh, microalgae so it wouldn't be exposed uh, to the elements because he was a real um, uh, finicky guy about, you know, whatever is out there. And also using water that was like uh, 1,200 feet deep or 2,000 feet, I don't know, around volcanoes to make it. And this product came out, but only after the whole system was scrubbed when the Chernobyl thing happened. So then he, he moved to Canada and uh, figured out how to uh, uh, re, re, uh, re-energize this whole project 
and this is the product that comes out. It's really good. Uh, these little guys are very small, so I like that because, see them? They're very small, and then you could take about 10 of them if you just want, you know, if you're Italian Scorpio like me, you just take a bunch. And uh, there's different spirulinas, microalgae, uh, about four different ones. And the cool thing about it is that he worked on uh, the synergistic effect of these different spirulinas. Some of these I can't even pronounce. Dunatella, spirulina plentis, spirulina pacifica. And the synergistic effect of these guys. So try this product. I think you'll like it. It's worth a try. I think you can feel some juice from it, some mojo, some whatever you want to call it, baby. But I, I think you can and you will. Uh, it's a, it's, it's, it's fun and it's a great product and it's not very expensive. And, you know, what the heck? We do everything we can to, you know, uh, you know, to make ourselves just feel a little bit uh, better, better stuff like that. I don't know if you know much about CBD, but th this is a great product from one of our sponsors. I love running my own businesses and getting to work for myself, but it's not without stress. Each day I'm producing my TV show, recording for my podcast, managing my teams, rolling out new products, and of course I'm attending endless meetings. So at the end of the day, I'm looking for ways to de-stress and calm down. One of the ways I do that is by getting into my sauna where that heat helps to activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which calms your body down. But I also supplement with Sir Thrival's CBD3. Now you've probably heard about the benefits of CBD, things like reducing inflammation, reducing anxiety, helping to get the body out of pain, and helping to calm the nervous system down. And I'm using it for all those benefits. But a lot of people have tried CBD and they think it's ineffective. And that's because they're using low quality products that they get at the convenience store, at the health food store, or at the smoke shop. CBD3 is different. It's made with three CBD extracts in one. Now the first is a scientifically validated and seriously studied CBD nutraceutical. It's nano-sized and it gets into your bloodstream almost immediately, giving you instant benefits. The second's also a heavily studied and scientifically validated nutraceutical. This one's liposomally delivered. It gets into your body's fat and it stays there longer, giving you up to 24 hours of those CBD benefits. The third is a full spectrum hemp extract that contains all the benefits of the hemp plant, all those polyphenols and terpenes that give us all those medicinal qualities. Sir Thrival CBD3 comes in two flavors, natural and peppermint, and it's available in a variety of strengths too. There's even a formula for pets, so if your dog or cat is getting older, has inflammation, arthritis, or is in pain, it's a great way to get them moving again too. If you've been let down by low quality CBD products or you're looking for a full strength formula, give Sir Thrival's CBD3 a try. And as you know, uh, Daniel Vitalis has a lot of great products, the colostrum, the Shaga, uh, the Rishi, the um, Digestive Bitters, Pine Pollen, Elk Velvet Antler, really, really nice products. Everything's in Myron Glass. We think you'll like it. Any Sir Thrival Link, One Radio Network. Richard Mayberry will be here tomorrow. I believe our phones have been uh, repaired. I just heard something happen on the other line, so I think they're, they're on it. They figured it out. So he'll be here tomorrow at uh, 11 o'clock Central Time. If you'd like to um, really kind of take your investment knowledge up to a, another level, he has a wonderful um, newsletter called Early Warning Report. Comes out 10 times a year. 
Richard Mayberry is a real uh, hard metals guy, a gold and silver guy. He's a libertarian. He's been at this for a very long time. So if you're in the market and you're in equities, he has many recommendations. Uh, if you're going to stay in equities, which could be, you know, dicey these days. You don't know what these people are going to do. But he's got some many recommendations that will help you to decide whether or not you want to move some of your 401k stuff into some stocks that he believes that will survive survive a lot better if uh, you know these the money mavens uh, take a hit on this thing sometime, and it, it looks like they might, but we don't we don't know. But anyway, he's got a great website, and I mean I'm sorry, a great newsletter. If you go on one radio network, click on the Richard Mayberry icon and their little ad there and sign up. You can get it for $179 for a year, normally uh, $350 or something like that. It's really a great value, and it's a special price that he works with us. So I think you'll enjoy it. It's well worth the investment these days. We just don't know what's going to happen, you know, with this whole great reset thing, with the Fed coin, uh, you know, cryptos, man, it's just, you know, it's a challenge to figure out what the heck is going on, right? So you want to get all the best advice you can. Richard Mayberry's been at it for a very long time, so we think it's well worth uh, your consideration. Right on the front page, oneradionetwork.com. Know the source on one radio network. The lovely and talented man you see to my political left is Dr. Richard, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Thomas Levy, who, how many books have you written, Doc? And uh, quite a few of these. Thirteen. Thirteen. Lots of vitamin C and dental things, uh, right? Vitamin C, uh, uh, vitamin C, dental, dental toxicity, uh, magnesium, uh, the recent rapid virus recovery uh, for the pandemic, uh, and a few other things, one on glutathione. So somebody wants to know, uh, this is Mark, if you can give some of your suggestions for someone who has taken this injection, um, um, my son has, and I'm concerned about him. So so what have you found out about that? Is there a way to, 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 to detoxify some of this? We don't, some of this yuck stuff? Well, I can mention a few things, but I don't want to be uh, negligent and miss some of the more important things. So this is covered in an article okay. uh, on the Orthomolecular Medicine News Service. Uh, and we can, can we put this link right. on our, in your show page here? You have the canceling the spike protein, right? Yes, it's, it's on that page. Okay. That's it, canceling the spike protein. Well, okay. we'll put that on the uh, show page so people could read that. All right. Right. Yes, yes. sir. Uh, and, and it involves primarily uh, dealing with Vitamin C, if possible, augmented by hydrocortisone, like we said, but obviously that involves a prescription and a understanding sympathetic physician. So even though it's theoretically going to benefit a lot of people, just way it will do that, in which case you keep your vitamin C levels high. Yes, sir. If you know that you have an elevated D-dimer, this is indicative of the fact that the long haul COVID or the vaccine has activated your blood clotting mechanism 
in which case, because the D-dimer is very sensitive. If, if you had a negative D-dimer before you got infected and now it's elevated, you've got blood clotting taking place in your body and that should be addressed vigorously. What? They don't have established protocols. Let me inter- this, interrupt a second. The best protocols. Yeah, let me interrupt a second. What are you saying? D what? I'm sorry. I, I D, didn't... Uh, capital D dash D-I-M-E-R. That's the test. D-dimer. It's hmm. a measure of blood clots as they're breaking down okay so i mean that's so so you always have a dynamic state if you're blood clotting you're also breaking clots down you're just forming more clots and you're breaking down but as long as blood clotting and blood clots are present the d-dimer will be elevated because it is the body's natural mechanism very slowly to break down blood clots after they're formed but you don't want an elevated D-dimer ever. I mean, that that leads you to many different long-term complications, which is what a lot of people seem to concerned about, I think probably justifiably when they're having any problems at all, uh, long-haul COVID or post-COVID vaccination. Also very important, if you have the ability to do this, is find a position that can do dark field microscopy of your blood because at the same time the d-dimer is elevated the red blood cells start sticking together just another manifestation of decreased blood flow increased blood stickiness bottom line though is intravenous vitamin c and ozone treatments Hmm. appear to reverse this fairly rapidly really now if you can't get iv vitamin c well then uh look into the liposome uh, vitamin C from live on or if you can't get that or it's too pricey you just start getting on as high a dose of regular vitamin C in divided dose three or four times a day that you can take uh, short of having uh, the diarrhea and the bowel tolerance pro- uh, problems and, and make that just part of your regular routine and you should have an excellent chance of dealing with any long-term what they call spike protein toxicity and ongoing spike protein formation. So there are many people out there, some could be fear porn and some could be real. I'd like your opinion. People are saying that when you take people, if you take this injection, that it's causing permanent damage. There really isn't anything that's permanent, is there? Can't the body deal with most anything or not? You know, it's it's the great unknown, but we do have definitely people that develop problems substantially later either again in the course of just not ever really getting over covid mm-hmm. having the chronic covid or developing problems down the road after having a vaccination i don't know that there's any way to predict it except through the tests that i'm talking about okay mainly the d-dimer if you have a completely normal d-dimer Odds are you're not having any ongoing spike production. The thing is, is when you have a vaccination, they give you the spike protein that's designed to make antibodies against the entire thing. But the problem is, for whatever reason, it appears, again, all this is sort of not well defined, but it appears that in some people, they start producing more spike protein. So the spike protein gets into the cells and just like the entire virus hijacks the mechanism so that 
they're not just uh, reacting to the virus, but they're causing increased production of spike protein, which is also a toxin. Now, well, that's the other reason why vitamin C is so good. Vitamin C is the ultimate antitoxin since all toxins inflict their damage by pro-oxidant mechanisms. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're dealing in a lot of speculation. Yes, sir. We have some evidence that shows this, some evidence that shows this. And so, ultimately, you're just doing what you feel is best or you're going on the advice of somebody you trust the most to try to consider all that. Yes, sir. I understand. Uh, well said. So this thing is called D-D-I-M-E-R. Right. Mary. It's a, it's a standard blood test and uh, uh, Life Extension Foundation, LEF.org. You can order tests on your own and you get them drawn at a lab core. Yes, sir. So I think the D-dimer is like $50 or something like that. But it, you say it's a really good one to look at. What exactly is it saying now again, please? If it's normal you don't have any abnormal blood clotting taking place in your body. Wow. If it's elevated, you do. And if it's substantially elevated, it's almost certainly due to the fact that you had uh, the long-term reaction to the COVID or the COVID vaccine. Certainly a lot of blood clotting, heart things going on around the world. You've seen some of the, uh, some of the, like soccer players in Europe. I mean, it's sure. cr crazy. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's, cr it's crazy. It's crazy what's going on. You should have wow. no more, no more than one 25-year-old seemingly healthy soccer player. You should have no more than one of those individuals drop dead every 20, 25 years, really? not hundreds and hundreds. Yeah. Okay, so... I mean, whatever whatever you want to consider is causing that. If you if you think it has no relationship to the vaccine, well, that's up to you to decide. I can't say definitely yes, definitely no, but I do know what pure logic would lead you to think. Yes, sir. Yes. Here's an email from Mary. What does your guest think about dental implants? That's a good question. Yeah, because if you get the root canal pulled out, Generally, like especially in the front, if people don't want to get a flipper, they, they want to get an implant, right? Yeah, no, uh, uh, implants done by a, a good biological dentist uh, who's taken care of uh, all the problems and make sure that the previous tooth extraction was done completely well, so mm -hmm. that you have a good healing in and that. No, it's, it's a very good long-term solution for, for a missing tooth short of having going to the other things which is do nothing uh put in a bridge mm -hmm. uh, or if enough teeth are gone to have a partial plate or something along those lines no it, it's excellent and a good long-term solution if uh, if you get a good job done yes and uh what what's the the one that they use out of europe or what's the what's the material now that's better than the titanium zirconium, zirconium. that's the best it's more of a is that more that of would a, appear to be the case right now, to my knowledge. Yeah, yeah. But I remember Dr. Huggins said years ago that he was concerned that some people, um, I recall, that their immune, or that their whole body energy level was not really strong enough to do one of those implants. He was concerned about that. I guess it's possible. Huh? Um, I'm not sure about that. Okay. I, the, 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 the most recent studies indicate it's good 
long-term solution for a high percentage of people, but I'm, I'm not exactly sure what Hal might have had in mind sure, there. Sure, I understand. Uh, Michelle, I've seen, I've seen to take vitamin C. What? I've seen to take vitamin C. I, I don't understand. Oh, vitamin, oh, I, I've seen it's good to take vitamin E. Sorry, I didn't read it correctly. With vitamin C, is this beneficial? I mean, there are many, many good supplements and there's virtually never any contraindication to taking two good supplements together. Uh, but is it essential to take them together? No, but yeah, vitamins, vitamin E is excellent in all its forms, sure. Uh-huh. And if you're going to do that, would you do like a mixed tocopherol kind of thing? Is that what you want? Generally, yes. Uh-huh. Um, what does Dr. Levy, this is from Petra, what does Dr. Levy think is a good cholesterol level, the main cholesterol number? Um, generally speaking, uh, for most people, probably 190 to 210, something along that range. Mm -hmm. And you got to remember cholesterol rises because it's a natural antitoxin. So when you have elevated cholesterol, it's because it's dealing with toxins nearly always from your mouth. So remember, elevated cholesterol, heart disease, the heart disease is due to the infection in the mouth. The infection in the mouth is releasing toxins that the body is making more cholesterol to neutralize. So you never want to just approach heart disease by knocking down the cholesterol and doing nothing else because all you're doing is taking away one of the body's protective mechanisms. Mm -hmm. So to, I think, didn't Hal uh, Huggins write a book called 225? He thought that was a good number, if I remember. I don't know about a book, but, but yeah, he, yeah, he was, he had a little he pamphlet. was yeah. uh, 220 something, 222, something like that. Great, great. <laughs> yes. We had a guest on not long ago, cardiologist, that suggested the best test is an NMR lipoprotein panel it measures the number of small ldl particles you agree i really have no opinion on that one way or another so i don't know you know no you don't know about this test or you heard about it or no yeah no i don't i don't know this is the first time i ever heard about this guy so let's see i think we have a couple more emails and we'll let you go and go back to work and do something for a living um <laughs> where is this one here Oh, is there any way to heal a root canal without getting it pulled out? Or we get that question a lot, Doc. No. Just doesn't happen, huh? No. Doesn't it, happen. It's, it, it's a chronic infection that's never going to go away <laughs> until you remove it. It's, uh, and for all the different reasons talked about in my books, I can't go on for hours and explain why, but uh, unless you that you lose the ability, the natural ability to clear up the infection because the procedure destroys your immune access to the tooth. So mm. it's infected forever and no antibiotics, no nothing is going to take the infection away. It's not going to do it. And you, no. uh, you can't inject ozone in there or something magical and make it go. You on. can knock the infection down uh -huh. and then have it flare up again. But, even if you were able to sterilize the tooth, the death of the pulp will allow more pathogens from the mouth to come in and reinfect it. Even if you were able to sterilize it, which you can't. Which you can't. <laughs> that's, that's a problem. Um, thank you for having Dr. Levy on. 
I've already read two of his books, Magnesium Reversing Disease and Hidden Epidemic. Is the archives available on audio only? Archives. Let's see. What's she asking? I don't know. I don't oh, she's probably archives. asking me. No, we have archives oh, okay. on audio. You, you okay? Yeah, okay. and then also, yeah, we put the videos up on BitChute too, so okay. so you can look at Doctor Doctor Levy. So before we go, kind of go through this hydrocortisol thing again, and one we why we might consider using this because I'm still a little unclear on this, but I'm not the tarpus well, the tool on the shed. Your goal for any condition, yes, sir is to optimize vitamin C levels in your blood and have no elevated oxidative stress in the cell, at which point in time you have a normal cell, no matter what the process is. And the more cells you can do that, then tissues become normal, diseases reverse or disappear, et cetera. So the final physiological goal is to get as much vitamin C inside the cell as possible. If you have the capacity and access to get a large series of 50, 75 gram infusions of vitamin C, you'll do that with the vitamin C alone. But that's not available for most people. And there's not that many physicians that will do it. On the other hand, taking preparations like the liposome gets you much better intracellular levels by itself. And if you can have and find a uh, orthomolecular physician, uh, integrative medical physician who uh, understands what I'm talking about. And I encourage any, any doc who's listening, you know, you have the references and, and can show where the article is. Mm-hmm. Look at the article. It's very detailed, lots of references. But the bottom line is, yes, this is sort of a new concept we're dealing with, but I'm maintaining it's very well grounded medically and can represent, in my opinion, a major advance in how we treat a lot of different conditions, which is by taking physiological doses of cortisol along with vitamin C administration. You don't do any long-term steroid effect on your body. All you're doing is supporting the natural mechanisms that your body should be doing because just like testosterone, estrogen, thyroid, the glands burn out. Hmm. And so the adrenal burns out too. So if you want optimal health in your older years, you need to make sure you still have normal levels of estrogen, testosterone, thyroid, and in this case, cortisol. And how long would you do uh, this hydrocortisol thing? For long? Well, it depends on what you're trying to do. If mm-hmm. you're trying to reverse a symptom, you do it until you reverse a symptom. On the other hand, um, I'm maintaining, in my opinion, and having gone through my experience, that just like the vast majority of the population is subclinical hypothyroidism and many have low testosterone and estrogen, I think that most people, adults, have some degree of adrenal insufficiency. Now, the amount varies widely, Mm -hmm. but if somebody has an infection, gets cold, and they're not over it in 12 hours, that's because they haven't been able to make enough cortisol to go together with their vitamin C. I mean, that's why people, that's why, quote, unquote, people have strong or weak immune systems because the immune system's purpose, in my opinion, is to primarily restore vitamin C inside the cells in which it's depleted. Pretty cool. 
Pretty cool. And what will folks find when they go to orthomolecular.org? What will they find there? Well, there's a section down there that says orthomolecular medicine news releases or newsletters, and that's got a, a huge collection of articles by many different authors about vitamin C and about related subjects that uh, it's, a, it's a treasure trove of information. Terrific. And, and they can sign up to just routinely get that newsletter sent to them for free if they want. Well, that's a good deal. Where do you live? Are you in, you're in Florida, right? Yeah, you're in Florida. In, in, yeah, in Florida, one of the great states. Uh, come the revolution, we'll probably have a new well, country well, down there, right? <laughs> I right now, considering what's going on on the planet, I live in the best place yeah. on the planet, not just in the states. In my humble opinion, yeah, I, I'm in Texas, and I feel the same way, boy. Yes, yeah, so I tell you what, because it's bonkers out there. <laughs> Doc, thanks a lot for being on. It's always a pleasure right. having you. Thanks for your work. Good stuff. We, right. we appreciate it. Take care. Thank you, Pat. You take care. Dr. Thomas Levy. It's fun having a guy on there that really looks into all these things. Hey, baby. Well, that was fun. Yeah, you know, and we are about to have Dr. Uh, Huggins, uh, not Huggins, Dr. <laughs> hmm. Stuart Nunley on my doc. Again, real soon. I think maybe even next week. We'll try to do it. Uh, this is so important, the mouth, that uh, uh, we've done so many shows on dental healing over the years. But, uh, um, folks, it's just so important to have this cone beam 3D thing from a good dentist. The first thing you do and find out if you have anything going on in your mouth. Because as Dr. Levy said and Dr. Nunley has said, and Dr. Huggins, and all the people we've talked to over the years, without it, uh, you're, you're just kind of swimming uphill, and things are not going to get better. It just won't, because um, these, these things going on in the mouth with a root canal, um, uh, you know, as Dr. Levy said, you can actually have these infections and abscesses that you don't even feel going on, and then the cavitations, which uh, happen when you get a tooth pulled and it's not done properly. These are, they're just, it's, it's just not good. And uh, you'll just be, like I say, swimming upstream your whole life until you get those taken care of. But um, it's uh, called a 3D cone beam from a, a really good dentist, and they can tell if there's anything going on. They're very, very... Uh, precise. So uh, I just encourage you to do that. So I will see you in about, uh, we're going to come back in about half an hour or so, and we're going to be talking about how decades of U.S. duplicity <laughs> enabled the pandemic with Janet Phelan. Should be fun. Richard Mayberry is going to be here tomorrow, 11 o'clock, because the phones, I believe, are working that I just figured out during the show. So I will see you in about half an hour. Let me know if I can help with anything. Thank you for your ongoing support. Uh, Patrick Timpone, and may the blessings be. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.